here we go. Here we go on some hearts days, y'all. From November 20th to November 30th, we are in the hearts realm. We are ruled by the king of hearts on November 20th through the queen of hearts on November 21st, all the way down, counting down through the three of hearts on November 30th. Every single one of the last days of November is going to be this heartfelt essence, which we should be simultaneously oh so enthusiastic about and a little intimidated by. You see, the hearts are the first suit of all. They represent the children of the deck. They are excitable. They are enthusiastic. They are positive generally. Um, I am a heart and we're just the little lovers. At the same time, we are the children of the deck. And let's just say, um, you know, you ever been at like a pool or a party with a bunch of screaming kids running around and all the adults are like, oh my God, I like wish I wasn't a parent. Um, the heart's going to bring that essence to the table, which is why I feel like I'm you know, not everybody's cup of tea because I'm way more of a like shot of tequila, maybe even more, more specific, like a shot of mezcal. And most people aren't really like going to the bar and being like, oh yeah, let me get a freaking straight shot of mezcal. Hearts have a lot of energy that they're bringing to the table. They're youthful. I feel like um, on what I call the scale of life, which is from the ace of hearts being number one, all the way up through the king of hearts. And then we have the ace of clubs through the king of clubs, ace of diamonds through king of diamonds, ace of spades through king of spades. This is how we count from number one through 52. And I call this the scale of life. And I feel like when you're closer to the bottom, I'm number four out of 52. We vibrate, we're children. We vibrate way faster, way go, 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 like, like a child. We literally bring that essence to the table. Whereas as you move further through the scale of life, people who are older souls are going to be more grounded, more um, slow moving vibrations. And I don't mean this in any way that keep that um, either is a higher vibration. You know, when we're, when people say, oh, like that's low vibe or high vibe, that's definitely not what I mean. I just mean that heart, heart people are generally go, 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 like, like very fast paced compared to um, people who are a little further up the scale. And of course there are positives and negatives to wherever you are on the scale and whatever card you are. But these, um, hearts that are coming to us in the last, um, days of November, and they'll also be around on the last days of December from December 18th to December 30th are also all the hearts. Um, so we don't have very many hearts on June 30th. We have the King of Hearts, the first one of the year. In July, we have a couple hearts or like maybe three or four. In August, we have five or six. In September, we have maybe seven or eight hearts. And as you move all the way through December, in December, you have all 13 hearts. And that's the only month of the year where you have all 13 hearts. So, um, you know, we don't get these days very often. And when we do, Think about how, if I'm saying that the heart's energy is very fast moving, very childish, um, that is kind of the energy that we're all going to be experiencing through the end of November. And then also again at the end of December, it is full of love and enthusiasm and positivity yet the negative side is also there. Immaturity, a lack of awareness. Um, often I feel like when I make people mad, it's not because I'm doing anything purposefully to hurt them. I like don't 
really have the ability to manipulate people or like think ahead in terms of how to manipulate people like a lot of like I like I've experienced a lot of other people doing um and so most of the time when I'm hurting people it's just because I'm like a little ignorant or unaware of how much my energy is impacting them because you see hearts are the suit of making people feel hearts teach through the way that we make people feel and not everybody is like super in touch with their heart space you know um a lot of people don't really be want to be made to feel they they feel um uncontrollable if if somebody's pulling on your heartstrings and like making you really feel a lot um especially in a society where sometimes emotions are Oftentimes, emotions are perceived as weakness. Showing any emotion is perceived as weakness, whether that's a smile or a tear. Um, and I feel lucky to live a life where I don't, I don't care that people perceive it as weakness. I will walk around with a big smile on my face till kingdom come, and I do not care if you think that I'm dumb because I smile. I will cry at anything that makes me cry, whether it's sad or happy or just so meaningful. I cry all the time, and I definitely don't care if anybody sees that as weakness. I definitely see it as strength because it's vulnerability. It's authenticity, which is something that a lot of people can't tap into, and so imagine you know, somebody who's really vulnerable and then somebody who's really not vulnerable. They don't, the person who's not vulnerable does not like the vulnerable person, right? I mean, maybe they do if they're really trying to learn to be vulnerable, but most of the time they wish that you would just shut the heck up, right? So these heart stays that we're going into, they are going to bring about a lot of emotions. You're going to be feeling a lot of things. So therefore, you need to be doing a lot of clearing, a lot of praying, a lot of writing, a lot of meditating, a lot of like doing whatever you need to do to feel in balance because these emotions are going to be tugging on your heartstrings. And on November 20th in particular, this is the King of Hearts Day. This is about mastering love. It's about being a ruler of the kingdom of love. And we all have different perceptions of what the kingdom of love is. The king of hearts kind of bestows upon us this judicious but high expectation essence of how we operate emotionally. You're like, no, this is what love is. If you want to be in my kingdom of love, this is what love is. And there's a great side and a bad side to that, obviously. When we have high expectations for how others love, this shows that we set good boundaries for ourselves, that we know that um, we deserve a high caliber love, um, which is really great. However, the double, the double it's a double-edged sword and the other side of it being that when you have high expectations of love and other people do not come to meet those expectations, you feel slighted, you feel abandoned, you feel like nobody understands you. Um, and let's see, what would an example of this be? 
um, you know, like you slave away and you're cooking a dinner and you just like really want to like please everyone. But one of your friends get there and is like, ew, I hate mushrooms. Why did you put mushrooms in this pesto? Pesto isn't supposed to have mushrooms. Like I can't eat this. And you're like, devastated. You're like, dude, I just slaved away over this mushroom pesto. You can't even taste the mushrooms. They're just good for you. Can you get lit? Can you like, <laughs> can you figure it out? And you feel hurt because you just expect that out of love, people will expand for you, right? But oftentimes people don't want to. Oftentimes people, they literally cannot so on this king of hearts day look back on on how you had high expectations of love and what was what were the good sides of those like what allowed you to say okay i have high expectations for the love that i'm going to create today i'm going to go create a lot of love i'm going to go spread a lot of love i'm going to be a master of love and how did you go about teaching love on this king of hearts day and then on the other side of that, how are you disappointed by other people not reaching those expectations of love? Every card is a double-edged sword, but this King of Hearts is a really particularly sharp double-edged one because yeah, on the high side, the King of Hearts is the most scrumptious, delicious card. This could be the most scrumptious, delicious, loving, powerful day. Actually, a friend of mine said, um, are y'all feeling the love today? Like, what is this super loving day? And I was like, Cody, it's the King of Hearts day. Um, so that's really cool. You know, people literally feeling the essence at the same time, it could be a super devastating day. Um, if you have too high of expectations for love and they're not being met. So, you know, there's, there's just a push and a pull with every number, with every lesson, with every suit and card, you, you've got to find the equilibrium, the balance, um, between tapping into the lesson, but not overdoing it and not underdoing it. Because just like you have a chakra and you're trying to get your chakras in line, my heart, for instance, is always overactive. And that's, you know, could be just as bad as my heart being underactive. I love too much. I love too loud. And that could be even loving for the wrong reasons. I like to think of it as um, I give a lot more love than I receive. So that's overactive to a negative extent because I'm literally like giving to people who don't deserve it. And thus my heart is acting over on overdrive. And it would be a lot more beneficial for me to scale back the amount of love that I give to other people, especially when those people are not proving that they deserve it or when they're proving that they do not deserve it. You know what I mean? So just in the same way, um, because if your heart was underactive, that means you're not giving enough love. If your heart's overactive, that means you're giving too much love. If your heart is you know, in balance, that means that you're giving the right amount of love for where you are. Similarly with our throat chakra, if it's overactive like mine is sometimes, I'm talking too much. If it's underactive, I don't feel comfortable speaking. And if it's active and just right, then you know, you're know you doing it right. So I would recommend going to eclecticenergies.net and taking the chakra quiz and doing this periodically and seeing how your chakras fluctuate over time. Um, and through those lessons, you can see how um, you know there, there's underactivity and overactivity and then just the right amount of activity. Look at what's in balance and what is not and really feel that out. You'll be able to see it in your personality and you'll know which questions on the quiz like probably led to those answers when you read up on it. 
Um, and in the same way, each of our cards, we're either living on the high side or the low side of it. And, um, you know, we want to be living on the high side, but the low side can either be because we're overactive on it or underactive on it. The king of hearts being the mastery of love. Obviously, the high side of this is being really fair and judicious and delicious um, in the way that you teach love and spread love and rule the kingdom of love. Um, an example of the low side where the king would be overactive is just having way too high of expectations of love and you're trying to rule be a master of love and rule love, but you're like have way too high of expectations that other people can't meet. So even though you're like really leaning into that card, people aren't meeting it. And so it ends up, you know, expressing itself as a low manifestation. Um, and then the other low side of the card would be a king of hearts who is choosing to use their emotional mastery for maybe manipulation or um, to try to trick people into loving them or something of that nature. So um, just keep that in mind with, with every single card, with every single day. And if you ever get a reading from me, you know, each of your cards will be able to be expressed in these high and low ways as well. And so there's really endless, infinite depths um, to which we could talk about that for each different card. But I'm going to move on to the second card of November 20th, which is the Four of Clubs. And then the third card of November 20th, which is the Four of Spades. Again, just like on November 19th, where the second two cards of the day were the Five of Clubs and Five of Spades. Today, we have the Four of Clubs and the Four of Spades. As you can see, this is a pattern. This is mathematical. This is mathematical. This is ancient sacred science that is that is written, that is a pattern, that is scientifically sound. And so... Um, the Four of Clubs and the Four of Spades that we have today, I'm just going to kind of lump them together. The Four of Clubs and the Four of Spades are both really foundational. Four is the number of logic. Four is the number of practicality and methodical nature and of building block by block, piece by piece. And so Four really um, wants us to, it, 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 the point of four is to connote satisfaction. We're trying to get to a place where we feel grounded, where we feel satisfied, we're working hard, we're building and building and building. The four of clubs is about building our mind. The Four of Clubs is the card of mental satisfaction. How are you building your mind to do what it is that you want? On November 20th, I'll be honest, I'm doing this on the next day. And I'm thinking that I might even start doing this so that we can look back and you can look back on that day and say, okay, how was this true for me yesterday? Because it might even be more pertinent for us to do that. If anybody has any um, recommendations in that regard, let me know. Do you like listening on the day of or do you like listening on the day after? I would love to know. And if you're going to answer me on that, if you're going to reach out to me, which please trust me that I appreciate all of you who reach out so much. If you do reach out to me and tell me that, I would also love to know what kind of day that you like to – what excuse me, time of day that you do like to listen to the cards of the day. I'm trying to get better. I would like to just wake up and do them first thing in the morning. I know I got in the habit of doing that a while back, but I've been fluctuating, transitioning a lot. So um, <clears throat> might start trying to get them done early in the morning, or if you like to listen later because you journaled on that day, and then you can kind of go back and compare and try to learn the lessons accordingly. Let me know. I would love to get um, an idea from my listeners. And so uh, the four of clubs, oh, this is why I brought that up because yesterday was this, this four of clubs day and, um, and I did six card readings before noon, y'all. I was busting them out 
and then I wrote eight thank you notes and I like cut out all these little butterflies and put them in my readings and I I added the little intro sheets so people can see what we're talking about and I um I addressed them all and mailed them all out and I just like I got this done. I felt mentally satisfied because I was like logically planning step by step by step what are my mental pursuits for the day? How am I going to be mentally satisfied with the plans that I make for today and how I go about my mental pursuits? That is what the 4 of clubs is about, mental satisfaction. How are you using your mind to create foundations in your life? How are you using the power of your mind to create satisfaction in your life? How are you using the power of your mind to help people in a way that brings satisfaction and contentment and happiness to your own life? That is really what the four of clubs is all about. And for that reason, it's called the Wonder Woman card. Actually, I just call it that because both of the women who played Wonder Woman, uh, Gail Carter, is that her name? Linda Carter. Sorry. I don't know why I thought Gail. Linda Carter. And then maybe the newer one's Gail. I forget what the new girl's name is, but both the women who played Wonder Woman are the four of clubs like their birthdays make them a four of clubs birth card so i call it the wonder woman card and also one of my girlfriends who has beat cancer and helped her little sister beat cancer and is just like probably the most like one of the most well-rounded and hilarious people i know is the four of clubs melody i love you till the day i die so <clears throat> That's really what the Four of Clubs is all about, using our mind to bring power and satisfaction into our life through the way that we plan, through the way that we logically go about things and our mental pursuits, the way we teach, the way we learn, the way we, um, the way we think and the way we speak and the way we express ourselves. I am in Las Vegas and I'm on the ninth floor, but you can really, really hear the, the cars out there, can't you? So um, then we also have the four of spades. Now the four of spades is going to take this logic and this practicality and this methodical nature of um, the four and it's going to apply it to the spirit. So the four of spades, this is a really interesting card. Um, and it really is trying to get you to apply that logic to your heart and mind and body and soul because the hearts and clubs and diamonds all combine to make the spades. So the four of spades is trying to say, think of four pillars but one's the heart, one's the diamond, one's the club, one's the spade. The four of spades is about being content and satisfied emotionally and socially, mentally and psychologically, financially, physically, materially, spiritually, soulfully, really every way that you can be foundational, that you can be grounded, that you can be methodical, that you can plan, that you can be um, logical about the, the way that you go about things. Um, then, then the more grounded of a foundation that you can create and so the four of spades is the card of determination because it 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 is the determination of being grounded in heart and mind and body and soul. And I'm going to be honest, I know um, especially older women who are this card, um, I've seen have a lot of trouble. And I think that it comes from the fact that they did not throughout their life purposefully build the foundation of their heart, the foundation of their mind, the foundation of their body, and the foundation of their spirit, although they had the ability to. Because with our cards, we are supposed to be instruments of the concepts of that card, but it could be manifested in many different ways. And so with the four of spades, when somebody's born a four of spades, they automatically have the potential to be of sound mind, body, heart, 
and soul. But that doesn't mean that they want to. That doesn't mean that they're going to spend their life doing that. They might just want to have fun, you know, and then they get to later in life and they're like, whoa, I'm, they literally can go crazy because they didn't spend the time building the foundations in the way that they needed to build them. I'm sorry for making that assumption. Maybe that's not why they have those troubles, but I see that kind of seems to be what I glean from, from seeing this because spades are the oldest souls. They have the most responsibility. They are the elders and they are supposed to have learned the most lessons. So when they don't put those lessons into play and when they don't really try to utilize all of those essences, that their soul has gleaned over the however many lifetimes that they've existed, they get the most karmic bullshit back. Because life is like, yo, I gave you all this experience so that you could put it to use, not so that you could not put it to use. So on this Four of Spades Day, how is it manifesting for you on this day? On Four of Spades Days, you are supposed to be determined to be logical in the emotional decisions that you make, even though that might be a little oxymoronic, but it's not like, it's really not. We can get emotionally reactive, but how are you logically going to go about per, uh, um, um, pursuing the, the, the reaction that you actually want to have instead of flying off the handle and just like going, you can be logical about how you, how you react emotionally. You know, you can choose to use your emotion in a logical way. If, if anything, we should all be trying to use our emotions in logical ways all the time. We should, you know, I do feel like it's my strength that I have so much emotion. Um, but I am every day trying to use my emotion in a more logical, sensible way. So the Four of Spades wants us to use our emotion in a sensible, logical way. It wants us to use our minds in that way. It wants us just to use our bodies and our hands and our actions in that logical way as well. And then if we can successfully do all of that, then our spirit is already going to have a great foundation for being a soulful, helpful, sweet spirit um, and a determined spirit and a hardworking spirit. Four of Spades is definitely a card of working hard. And I will admit that the Four of Spades is one of my negative karma cards. We all have karma cards, some that are positive and blessing us. And then we have negative karma cards, which not necessarily negative, but they're challenging us and asking us to step up. And mine is this Four of Spades card, the card of determination. And it's saying, Katie, I'm challenging you in this life to be logical in your emotions, in your actions, in your communications, and in your soul and in your spiritual pursuits. And as it's my challenge card, I don't always want to be logical. I want to fly by the seat of my butt hole, you know? <laughs> um, and so it's really important for me to pay attention to that logic. And if you want to know about your negative karma cards or your challenge cards, as I would dare to call them, I would love to tell you about them. You're going to have one for each of your main cards, which means that you'll probably have two, but if you're a Scorpio, you'll have three. 
And so let me know if you'd like to do a reading with me. I am making videos for people now. Um, I make a 30 minute video for $60 or an hour long video for $90. And you will have a YouTube link to this video for the rest of your life. And trust me, you will get an immense amount of enjoyment out of it. I do also do some live like therapy sessions on Zoom, but I find that I can get more across um, when I just speak to you for an hour or 30 minutes about your cards or your relationship or your situation. I can get a lot across in these videos and they're really fun and I've never gotten a bad review on one of the videos before. So uh, please reach out to me if I could do one of those for you or anybody in your family. Um, I can usually get them out pretty quickly. Sometimes it takes me a couple of weeks. Um, but so yes, that is what to the November 20th is all about. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear what you think about the cards of the day, any day of the week. I would love to hear from you, do a reading for you with you. I am back doing the little card sheets. Um, I'm actually on vacation right now, but um, I think I, I was going to stop doing the sheets, but they're still in demand. People really like having these little written versions. So if you would like one of those sheets, um, I can get back to doing those in a couple weeks when I return to California after I go to Mexico for my 30th birthday. I'm going to be very COVID strict and safe, um, getting tested before and after, um, but really excited to go get to spend uh, my birthday in the warmth. And um, yeah, then I'll be making those card sheets for uh, 50 bucks. So let me know if you'd like one of those. I hope that this speak spoke to you. Um, I hope that each day that you listen speaks to you in some way, shape, or form. I can't appreciate you enough. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you for being here with me and just listening to me as I go off. I know I'm on one today. So I'm about to go record our Queen of Hearts day that we're actually on today. Forgive me for doing this a day late. Again, I'd love to hear what you think. Um, yeah, I'll talk to you soon keep your head up. You are so bright and shining and beautiful. No matter what anybody freaking says to you, I have this person insulting the crap out of me today. She's like, why don't you go figure out how to shine your light and actually shine it? I was like, girl, I help people almost every day. I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, I'm going to go shine it. So you go shine too. And I, I hope you don't have anybody telling you go shine your light. I don't think you probably do because your light shines so bright. And even if somebody says that nasty crap to you, you know that it ain't true. You know that you're special. Go rule your kingdom of love and do it judiciously. Do it fairly and do it with every ounce of love that you can muster. Okay. I love you so much. I'm literally about to cry. <laughs> um, sat nam Namaste. Create your own luck today and every day.